Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. It never surprises me how I can read a gospel over and over and over again. And then out of the blue, God puts this whole new perspective on that gospel. So it goes from what I always thought about it every time I read it to something totally new. And that's what happened to me today. So let's go see this gospel, shall we? And I will read it to you. And you let me know what you think. Okay, Matthew chapter 9, 32 through 38. A demoniac who could not speak was brought to Jesus. And when the demon was driven out, the mute man spoke. The crowds were amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He drives out demons by the prince of demons. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Laborers. There's so many ripe pieces of fruit out there. We, we, you and me, need to ask the Lord to put more laborers out there. Sometimes it's not going to be us that are going to be the reason for converting our family members and our closest friends. It just doesn't work that way. I wish it did. Even Jesus in his own hometown, people who knew him the most, believed him the least. That's, I guess, the cross we have to bear. But instead of me coming to you like I would normally come to you in a gospel like this and say, look, you're the laborer. Are you not out there gathering the harvest, bringing it in to God, bringing these hearts to the Lord through the way you live, through what you say? And even through what you think. But we 
are the laborers too. We just need more. And we need more courage. It's a Tuesday where I'm at. The middle of the week-ish coming our way. Kind of feel a little repetitive, right? Maybe you're getting into a routine of the summer or the winter, whichever side of the earth you live on. And we all have to think, what is it that I can do more, not only to help me be a better Christian, help me live more virtuous lives, but for me to actually harvest better? And too many of us put this pressure on our shoulders to make sure that we say the right thing and do the right thing, that we're kind of perfect in our prayers, that we're perfect in the way in which we speak about God and the the truth of what's going on in the world, because we're all too concerned about what that other person thinks of us or what the other people around that person thinks of us. And it really does get back to the audience of one, making sure that he's in the center of our life. Where and how did you pray today? And then let's not forget to think about it at night. How was my day? Because too often, We just let the day happen and then we wake up and we let that day happen too. And then we wake up and we do the same thing. And before you know it, we wonder, where is God's voice? I haven't really even spent any time with him. And then your normal life becomes not praying. It's that pivotal shift that is a concerted effort, it's truly a conscious choice to pivot away from the world, away from the distractions that can keep us from prayer, and fighting through those distractions, giving God our time, giving Him our heart, so that He can change us, that He can transform us. And right now, We need as many laborers as we can possibly get. In this particular gospel, wait, let me grab my glasses here. Okay. Um, Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, gogs, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them because they were troubled and abandoned like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Let's pray for more laborers. And let's pray that we become better laborers ourselves, that we are not getting tired, and that we have Jesus' heart of pity. His heart was moved with pity for them because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. 
That's the last thing that God put on my heart during this gospel reading was to have pity on the people who don't know Jesus, who are living the worldly life trying to be happy, drinking and smoking and doing drugs and seeking pleasure like pornography or promiscuity with other people or hours and hours of wasting time watching Netflix or video series or social media, all of this available time that we could dedicate to stand firm in our positions and our beliefs. Instead of watching social media, we could be getting our stories, our God stories, in our minds so that when we speak about them, they no longer become these difficult things to say. They're a quick two-minute elevator speech, leaving that person to ask more questions. Lord, Father, please send more laborers. And for me particular, Lord, please send me the tools that I need to be that laborer. Do you need to learn more about deliverance prayers? Do you need to understand the true spiritual warfare that we live every day so that you can fight the right fight and not waste all this physical and emotional energy in the physical world? It sounds silly. We live in a physical kind of touch it and prove it life. That's basically what this world has done to us. If you can't see it, if you can't prove it, it doesn't exist. And that is such a lie. We know that because of our faith. We know that there are mysteries that we will never understand from God. Even the Big Bang theory, quote unquote, loose quotes. Where's the proof? How can you be sure that this all came from atoms and molecules and protons and neutrons bouncing all around each other and then boom, all of this sophisticated stuff was built? Every single person, every single sea creature, everything that crawls on the ground, that flies in the air, that walks on feet or hooves. I mean, come on, there's no way. With intricate male and female purposeful designed bodies, with the exception of amoebas, which just like separate, they don't need, they are asexual creatures, but they have a purpose too. That's it. And our purpose is not to live our faith inside and not show it outside, whether it be with what we wear, with crucifixes or any other sacramentals that are on our body that you could see. But it's most important that we live giving thanks to God always, calling out to him when we fall, and apologizing and going to reconciliation so that we are back on that road with him. And it is a difficult road. But we've been chosen. The master has chosen us to be his laborer, so we need to Ask for his help, his guidance, his clarity. Ask him what we need to do. 
because we're the only one who can control anything ourselves. We just control how we react, what we think, what we say. With God's help, it will be even more loving. We will have that pity for those people who are abandoned or they feel like they're abandoned because they don't know Jesus. They don't know they can have such amazing help in this life on earth and be happy while living it. Lord, please send out more laborers. We need more laborers. We will do our best with your guidance, with your help. We will move our feet toward you, but we also ask that you help us. Because even a little bit of us speaking to others about the evil in this world and about the amazing goodness of God, even that little bit is better than saying nothing at all. Excuse me. <laughs> I am switching today. Going to leave this for you. Stopping coffee. Just ate like a pig. Drank too much over the weekend. Yesterday was the last day. And so today I'm sitting here drinking hot lemon water with a little bit of lemon zest, a little bit of lemon juice, some turmeric powder, and ginger powder. That's the other one. Not bad, just different, different. I was drinking coffee again, and I'm really trying to go through a detox. I'm going to go to the store, grab a bunch of oranges and fruit and some veggies and start juicing for a couple of days because sometimes we need that drastic pivot point in our life. Sometimes just making the little small changes don't do what they're supposed to do. A lot of people do the small changes and it works and it sticks and it becomes a normal part of their life. And that's, you know, awesome. That's <laughs> more power to you to do that. Sometimes for me, it's a bang. I need to shift it all. And my mom used to say, you're like all or nothing, honey. And the minute you screw up, then everything stops, right? <laughs> kind of like Lent. Oh, I'll give up chocolate. And then the second day, well, I had chocolate. Looks like I got to wait till next year. And that's not how life works. So while you're sitting there asking for other laborers, ask the Lord, how can I better know you and serve you, Lord, and love you by serving you? And allow him to put those thoughts in your heart. I'm actually battling with something right now that I feel he's calling me to, but I'm just not sure. So I'm continuing to pray, making sure that I have the right voice speaking to me and we'll see where it goes. I'll, I'll hook you in on that a little bit later on the week. Okay, everyone. I love you all. Go out there and be love. Find something more with God. Be that laborer. Do your best to have pity and love these people who are abandoned and they don't know that God never left their side. 
God's right there in the boat with them. He's just sleeping. I heard that from a potential client of mine at one point in time, and it, it's beautiful to remember that. He's sleeping. He's there. We just need to call out to him. Okay, everyone. I love you, love you, love you. Have a blessed and inspired day.